Hey guys, welcome back to Just a Guy with the Podcast. I'm that guy, Luke. So, sorry about the long break. We've had midterms going on, so I've been pretty busy. But anyway, last time that I do this show, we talked about the new album by Eminem and the feud it caused between him and Machine Gun Kelly. This time around, we're going to be talking about Logic's new album, Young Sinatra 4. Now, he released this album on Friday, September 28th, and some facts about the album. The album art is hand-drawn by Sam Spratt, and is supposed to imitate Frank Sinatra's mugshot that was taken in 1938. This album is the fourth and final album in the Young Sinatra series by Logic, and this time around, he included his fans. He posted on Twitter and various social medias a call for a number for them to call in and leave messages of support. And then he used those messages in his song Thank You and used the album to just thank the Rat Pack, which is his fans if you didn't know. In this new album, he has a ton of featured artists. In song thank you there's lucy rose and the rat pack which is his fans and the uh, the different recordings they sent in one day has ryan tedder the song wu-tang forever sets a precedent because it includes every single living member of the wu-tang clan um 100 miles and running includes josh lindell and whale Ordinary Day includes Haley Steinfeld, and then there's Iconic with Jaden Smith and The Adventures of Stony Bob, which has Big Limbo, Kedro, and Sladro featured on it. Now, a little bit more information about Wu-Tang. They are a group of hip-hop artists comprised of Capadonna, Ghostface Killer, Jizza, Inspector Doc, Jackpot, Scotty Wadi, Masterkilla, Method Man, Raekwon, Rizza, and Ugod. The late ODB was also a member of He passed away in 2004 from an overdose just before his 36th birthday. Now, Logic stated earlier that he wanted to take on this massive task of including the entire Wu-Tang Clan on the same track, and he did so pretty well in my opinion. Now I'm going to do a breakdown of all the songs for you. So first off, there's Thank You, and this is simply a shout out to all the fans that have loved and supported him and allowed him to reach where he is now. He included soundbites from fans all across the world in many different countries. The next song is Everybody Dies, and this one has more of a retro vibe. And the core message that Logic is portraying here is that everyone dies, but do we really live? Do we have the meaning? There's The Return. In this song, he talks about his rise to the top and then he also invites Jay-Z to join him in the future on the track which personally I think that'd be pretty interesting to hear how their sounds meshed. There's The Glorious Five which is in a style reminiscent of J. Cole. It's about 
Logic's dad and also shuts down haters. And at the end, he starts rapping at supersonic speed, like only Logic can. There's One Day, and this song is an excellent mix of singing and rapping, crossing back and forth between Ryan Tedder and Logic. Now, the song Wu-Tang Forever, as I mentioned before, has all the members of the Wu-Tang Clan, and they each were given a verse or so. The song is seven minutes long to include everyone, and I think it's just an amazing tribute to such a respected group in the hip-hop community. This one, we have, coming up next is 100 Miles and Running. All the different artists on this track take a turn, and there's plenty of up-tempo rapping to fill in the solid six minutes on this one. Line after line after line, rapid fire, hitting you over and over and over. Then we have Ordinary Day, and this song has more of a pop feel instead of trap or boom bap, as a logic more frequently does and this one also has some pretty fast logic I would describe it as it'd be similar to watching someone solve a Rubik's Cube but this time you're doing it with ears like a professional as professional as you can be with Rubik's Cubes you know super fast mind blowing but this time it's with words instead of actions they say actions speak louder than words but that's not always true. In this case, I feel certain that the words definitely speak louder. Then there's the key song of the album, which is Young Sinatra 4. And this one included a shout out to the late Mac Miller who passed away recently. And that's because he was the one who inspired Logic to do the Young Sinatra series of albums. And then there's the brags as you would expect to see in a rapper hip-hop song. The tenth song is Street Dreams 2. And this one is Logic telling a story. But I don't want to spoil that story for you, so you'll have to check it out. And then we have The Adventures of Stony Bob, which, if you didn't guess from the name, Stony Bob is one of the common songs we find in hip-hop and rap, which are about weed, but this has Logic's twist on it. Then there's Legacy, which is a more thought-provoking um, track. It's told from multiple perspectives. You have the father the mother and the son talking about the same type of events and the key here is a legacy is the only true reward that we can gain in this life because it will continue on after us to quote Macklemore you died twice once when they bury you in the grave and the second time is the last time somebody mentions your name and logic shows that he clearly gets this on Legacy. Then we have Iconic, which is basically Logic's interpretation of Jaden Smith's song, Icon, with more of that fast rap that we all love from Logic. And then the final song is Last Call, which is more of the story of his 
come up his rise to fame and finally I just appreciate how it's someone who has made it to the top acknowledging that this didn't happen by default they got a rare chance to live their dream and they had to work for it all right guys so now I want to transition over to a bit of news specifically about Hurricane Michael which has been affecting Florida, Alabama, and Georgia, and made landfall today. It already has killed one person since it's come inland, and when it hit the panhandle of Florida, it was considered to be one of the most powerful storms to hit the U.S. It was a Category 4 hurricane with sustained winds of 155 miles an hour when it made contact. And as of 8 o'clock today, the winds and storm has weakened, and now it has 100 mile an hour winds and is about 20 miles southwest of Albany, Georgia. There is an estimated 30 million in the path that will be affected by the storm as it continues its path. And some of these areas are still reeling from the effects of Hurricane Florence, which was just a few weeks ago. And just a little bit ago at about 10, the storm was weakened to a Category 1 from its strength back at 8 o'clock being much, much stronger. Now let's just go through the numbers a little bit. It's the first Category 4 to hit that panhandle since 1851, which is when they started keeping records of the storms. There is a storm surge of 6 to 14 feet depending on where you are that is affecting the Panhandle and Big Bend. There have been about 375,000 people warned that they need to evacuate, with many more who are likely to run out of, not run out of, but lose power, and many already are without power. Okay guys, so before I close out this episode, I want to talk to you guys just a little bit about my week. Uh, this week was midterms, so I had a religion midterm, I had a history midterm, and I had a just a normal test in microbiology, which actually I think I did do that good on, but uh, grades aren't in yet, so we'll have to wait and see after our midterm break, which is this Thursday until Sunday, so basically just a four-day weekend. I'm fortunately going to be able to go home, and I'm actually going to surprise my family because I told them that I'm staying here at school and chilling with my friends here, so they won't be expecting I'm just going to show up at the house and be like, hey guys, uh, what's for dinner? So that'll be pretty fun, which means I've got a nice long drive tomorrow, and took my midterm, which is also my final, for my scuba diving class, the written part, and I was able to pass that with no issues, got a pretty high score, 
which is good, meaning that all I have left is our checkout dive at the end of this month, and that'll be an official scuba diver, so I think that's pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, that just about covers it up. If you had anything interesting happen with you guys in the term week that you will let me know about, just shoot me an email at just a guy with the podcast at email. Or if you have any comments about the show, it's actually, sorry about that, I got that email wrong. It's guy with a podcast 3532 at gmail. So don't get that mixed up. Guy with a podcast 3532. There's no caps or punctuation or anything. And that's at gmail.com. Now, I just want to thank all you guys for tuning in. And hopefully, I'll be able to be a bit more consistent with my episodes coming up but with school progressing I'm definitely going to need to do more of a bi-weekly schedule or every other week I don't care what the I don't care what the technical term is but anyway you get it it's going to be not too frequently but it should be still regular this podcast is now available on seven platforms such as Apple and Google Podcasts it's on Spotify anchor.fm as well as others. Now, remember to tune in next time. Same pod time, same pod channel.